I greet you all in the name of Jesus. First of all, I want to say thank you for those who prayed for me when I was away at Port Elizabeth, which is a very difficult name. I don't know even how to pronounce it as well. The new one, it's called Kabacha. Kabela, Kabacha, whatever. And I don't know why they changed the names. But anyway, I'm happy with Port Elizabeth. And I don't know. Thanks, thanks, Mandy. There's two of them now. Praise the Lord. The spirit will be moving. And um, it was a very a great journey. And I'll tell you more a little bit uh, what has it been like. But I want to say um, it's good to have Granny from Stockville, uh, which is we go time and a time. It's a privilege. Thank you, Granny, for coming. Thank you. Bless you. Um, she actually, one of the amazing lady. every time when I go down in Stockville, she would make me sit down and tell me stuff. And I, I actually had an honor to preach. Um, one of his grandson was murdered. And then I saw the heart of you, Granny, of forgiveness. And I want to continue laying hands and praying that God will heal you on this journey. And it was amazing to see you healing and forgiving those guys that have killed your grandson, the only one. And I want to say an honor for you that. And we continue praying for you that God will heal you and then will restore. And nothing happened that God does not see it. God knows it. And you just have to rest on him and trust him. I had a, a journey where I had to go to Port Elizabeth to, it's called a pastor's retreat and a pastor's intense so, and refresh. So it's all the same words coming together. So I was really bit refreshed. So I was in Port Elizabeth the whole week. And uh, thank you for those who are praying. Thank you those who have helped with my family and taking the kids back. It was a very exciting journey, but one of the things that I've learned, it's amazing that I speak the Zulu and I don't understand the Chosa. <laughs> so I had the white guy, one of the, the place where he's actually, I had to go and preach. It was the home cell. There was a white guy. I was preaching in English. He was translating in Chosa. It was very interesting um, to see a white guy. And then whenever I'm saying something in English, he will say something in Chosa. And I look around and thinking, <laughs> is this is an African guy, but he was not an African guy, but he was very fluent in speaking in Chosa. So, and then there's me, a white man speaking English. Who could I not understand? So, but one of the, the exciting journey is to be able to just walk around and, and see and mangle around with other pastors. And like those people, one I know, they actually have a hunger for God. And actually I was challenged. Everyone in this time, there is no other place where we can go through is to have a hunger for God. If we're going to relax and sit around 
and thinking we are in our comfort zone. But I think we needed to dig sight and ask ourselves, do I need God in my life? I've seen God coming through on worship there. I was weeping on tears as we were worshiping. And there was so much ministry over us because I believe as pastors, most of the time, we just give then receiving. For me, it was a great journey to just sit down there and just receive, then be able to just giving. And I think it's like a sponge. So you just soak and then just be in the presence of God. So for me, I really had a great time just to be in the presence of God, as well be able just to learn and dig in the Word and be able to have a wisdom. And we had a conference at the end, which is Alexander was very incredible, of actually sharing the things that is facing the pastors and the things in the world which is we are living in the fallen world. Living in this fallen world, there is no other solution, but solution is Jesus Christ. And Alexander says something that was very amazing. It touched me. He said, as Christians, we don't want to be involved in political and social economics. We lay back, but it's a great thing you need to be a Jesus follower before you involve in politics as well. We are the only people that will be standing in this time and praying for the politicians' people. We are the one who will be praying for the economy of South Africa. Someone stood up there and shared testimony, which really touched me very big time and he said he's tired of trusting the man but he's actually standing back and trusting God for his church to be the church of God we have no sense of ownership of the church it is God's church and you have seen God coming through and see people walking with God. And I want to say to you, Sarepta, there is no other thing we can do in this time. Let's call on him. Let's cry out to him and say, we need you, Lord. I want to preach and I feel like preaching in Isizulu. Amen. The title of the message today is God Will Restore. But I want to tell you the picture that the Lord has actually showed me when I was at PE. And I've shared with Alan, and, but I want to share with congregation. So Alan, you can block your ears because you've heard it many times. <laughs> so at PE, we had an opportunity to go and spend time with God alone. And just say, Lord, I'm here. Show me who you are. Speak to me. Because we tend to run to God all the time because we want to say something. But we don't want God to say something to us. And we're given that opportunity 
to go and listen to God, what God is saying to us. So I, I went to the beach around, and they actually, it's like about, it was about one hour drive, and then they told us to go and found the place, and then I was in the cave, just the cave, and I sit it down, and it was a beautiful picture, I've put it on Facebook, where you can see the sea. When I was sitting there, I'm thinking about home, I'm thinking about all other things. I'm missing home, but I actually was sitting down and and I said, Lord, I just want, please speak to me. And the Lord, actually, when I was sitting, I saw dolphins popping up. And there were a couple of dolphins popping up. I was very excited. And you know, God speaks through the nature. God speaks through to people. And for me, that time God spoke through to that nature. And for me, I was like, Lord, what are you trying to say to me? And the Lord says that we get so excited when God is coming through in that under the water. And it was a few dolphins popping up. I was very excited. But wait, after that, as I was sitting again, the whale came in. You know the whale? It came under the water. I was more excited again. But on that time, when I was excited for the dolphins popping up, I was more excited for the whale than the dolphins. We do excited when we see God popping up in the, we needed to give joy for even those little things that are popping up. When God is showing up in the big things as well, we needed to be excited as well. And we needed to be excited sitting down and realize that God is still even around because those dolphins, when I was sitting there, they were still there. That whale was still there. But sometimes we get discouraged and thinking, where is God? But God show up. When God show up as the dolphins, we get a little bit excited. But when God show up as the whale, we're more, more excited. We needed to be excited, even God showing up as those little dolphins when you see them there. Have you convinced yourself that you cannot be happy anymore? That is the question. Sometimes when we look around in life, you're thinking, I'm not going to be happy anymore because of under the situations that is happening around with you. You've told yourself, would I be happy? And I want to speak those words to you. When you have Jesus Christ in your life, you'll be happy as ever. When you're making that decision of accepting him, it's not an easy road. There will be the time when the enemy wants to come and rob what you have. One joke that Alexander said, he said, sometimes there was this kid asking, the teacher was saying to the kid, when does the liars help you? And the kid says, Under when we're in troubles. 
And the teacher says, does the lie help you when you are in trouble? He said, yes, it helps you when you are in big, big trouble, you have to lie. And that was actually, I don't know how it go. Don't worry. It's a joke. Don't worry. I'm not going to go there. But I want to say to you, it's time to know that your happiness does not come from the man. But your happiness comes from himself, who is above. Who said he knows you, he loves you, and he cares for you. Pushing to the promise of God. Psalms 9 verse 10 says this. For those you know the name, trusting in you, for you, the Lord have never forsake those who seek you. If you want to be happy, you must know him. Because there is no other alternative to go to. Is to go to him because his name we just sing. He's the anointed one. I actually had the privilege of sharing and saying to someone, we've got a kid in Stockville. We're actually we're praying that we can change his name because there is a power of someone when we name our children. And I look back and I give thanks to God that we name Zoe and then we name him and that name means life. We saw that God prophesying over that name. And I was chatting to this person. I said, we needed to look back at our name and say, does this name depress me that my mom have called me? Because sometimes you can realize that there's so much meaning over your name. I was very excited sharing about the name. There is a session in Port Elizabeth when someone said you must come and speak over in your name. Because they started, there's a name of Jesus and there was a name that your mom and your dad gave it to you. And my name is Zolani, means humble. And I want to say to you, that can make you happy because I knew when my mom calling me humble, Zolani, you must be humble. I want to be humble in the eyes of the Lord. I want to go and seek him. And I want you to reflect again in your name. Lord, why did my family choose to call me that name? Because the enemy wants to come and rob that name of Jesus Christ that we can live on. Even our own names, sometimes we get depressed because I know we actually got it different. I don't want you to change your name. But realize that you have a greatest name in you. That's your mom, the name of Jesus. I have not commanded you to be. I have. Com- I have not yet commanded you to be strong and encourage us. Do not be afraid. Do not have discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. 
Joshua chapter 1 verse 9. We've been commanded, whatever we do, God is going to be with us. God is not going to leave us. God will never forsake us. I don't know if you felt that God has left you. Remember that God is still with you. In the situation where you're thinking, where should I turn to? You must turn to him because he is the name that is lifted high. He is before all things. And in him, all things hold together. Collision chapter 1 verse 17. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. John chapter 1 verse 3. Sometimes when we have other things in our life, we forget that there was a creator. We wanted to take things in our own. We wanted to take things in our own ability. I wanted to remind you, church, if you've been holding on some things, you must let it go because you're not going to have any situation trusting in God that God is going to handle that. I've actually learned we're trying to get hold of things and we wanted to resolve it in our own and then we don't let God intervene on those things. Let them be a driver. Sit on the passenger and relax and trusting in him. I was amazed to have a picture. Anyway, it's very nice thing to be aeroplane. But I look and I said, those guys that actually the pilot, we're trusting in him to taking us to Port Elizabeth. But we learn to forget to trust God. Taking the plane and then landing it, we trust them. But there are other things that we don't want to trust God in our lives. I wanted to tell you the power of letting it go. Give it to him. Because he knows your desire. He knows everything that you're going through in this time. I pray if there's someone who is trying to figure things in their own in this time, I wanted to say, I want to let it go because I trust you, God. I am your servant. Give the discernment that I understand your status. It is a time for you to act. Lord, your laws is being broken. Psalms 119 verse 125 to 26. It's the time for him to act on your behalf. If you've been holding on I want you to release it to him. I wanted to say, whatever the the devil has stolen, the Lord will restore from this time. And I want to ask you, have you been telling the story, a story of fear to your life? I have stopped 
because I do not entertain the enemy over my life. I want to speak life over me and I want to speak life over you. It's time now to stop telling the story of fear over your life. But it's time now to say, Lord, you rule. You know heavens and earth. Let your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Don't be fear. Because that's when the enemy wants to come and rob you. Be encouraged and know that he's a good God. Walk in faith and trusting that there is no one else but the name of Jesus. Peace and joy belong to you. We've been robbed the peace of God in our lives. We've been robbed the joy of God. I want to say to you, Sarepta, remember there is a joy in the journey. The enemy wants to come and steal what you have. But I want to say to you, going back to your working environment, going back to your family, say this, and the peace of God with transit of understanding will guide your heart and your minds in Christ. We have the moment of realize that we're not going to have a joy in our life because we have so many things that is going on. But I wake up in the morning and I look around. We have our dog at home. When I'm away, when you see that dog waggling that tail, you see the peace over that dog. And I want to say to you, it's look you in the eyes because it's very heavy confidence in you that it's so happy to see you. God, when he looks at you, he does not look you with the anger face, but he looks with a joyful heart. He says, this is the one who I know of, who is my son and doctor. Who belongs to me? He's so joyful when he sees you. And I want to say, don't let the enemy rob the joy in your life. Cheers. <laughs> Remind yourself what God has done. I look back in my life. God has done great things in me. But the problem is this. We easily forget what God has done. I want you to, as I'm about to learn this, Lord, I remember taking me to this, to that journey. And Lord, you can do it again. The problem is this, we easily forget. I actually have a privilege when I'm sharing at the funerals. It's a nice thing. 
And I always say to the family, we can comfort you and say all the words. But soon as we live in this place, we already forget what was happening there. But Jesus Christ will never forget what is going on. The human being living this place, probably I'll forget even the message that I've shared. But God he will never forget. And I want to say to you again, do not forget the miracles that the Lord has done in your life and he was going to do it again. I praise him every time. When I look at my life and I said, you have done it again. And then you're going to do it. I praise him. And I want to say to you, church, we've been given the power of his name, Jesus Christ, to pray for those who are not well, to be healed, emotional, and even their body. And then, when we look back, we have seen God healing other people. And we want to say, thank you, Lord, you have done it, and we want to see you do it again. I don't know, but I want you to have a joyful mind in this time. Remember what God has done to you. And I want you to say, thank you, Lord. The process that I'm going through in this time, it's going to be easy because I've seen you coming through to me. I was actually looking back, driving with my buggy this time, trying to close the window, the back window. It's a sliding one. And then the whole window slashed and then cracked. I did not force it. It just cracked. And I actually laughed back and I said, Lord, I can put cardboard and go far away because you have protected me a lot in, in the little pity things. Sometimes we tend to worry about these little things and then we can just hand it to him and then he's got it all in control. In him, there's no big thing, there's no small things. All is it covered in the name of Jesus. I want us to take us this moment. What the enemy has stolen from you, we want to claim it again. And trusting God will restore from that in your life. And I want you to say to you again, remember, God is going to do it again. I don't know what you're going through in this time, but I want you to let it go and give it to him. Let them be the, the driver and stay still and have peace in him. Sit on a passenger and trust in God you will arrive on the destiny safe. But if you're going to be the, dri the driver and you do it in your own, I don't know how far you will go. But I want us to stand up and I want to pray. If you're there, you're going through to a tough thing, 
I just want to raise your hands and say, I'm not well. And I want to trust you, Lord. I want to trust you because I've seen you doing it. I want to pray for you guys and say, in this time, that the Lord is good. And those who are around, let's stretch our hands and pray for them. And pray for them. And we do this as a body. It's not just us, but we just want to lay your hands and pray for them. So, Lord, we trust you. Lord, we trust you. Lord, we call you in this time. Father, we ask you right now. Lord, we have done it and you're going to do it again. Lord, I don't know what are they going through, but Lord, you know each and every details over them right now. Lord, we want to thank you, the testimony that we'll hear from these people right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that we'll have a joy and see you coming through again. Lord, I thank you. I thank you that you will do it again. Lord, we know you have done it and you're going to do it. We want more of you right now. More, Lord. Father, I thank you that we'll just be stay still and trust you. Lord, I trust you and I trust you for these people right now in the name of Jesus. Come, Lord. Come, Lord Jesus. Do it. Father, I do not have a gold and silver, but I say in the name of Jesus. Do it. Come, Lord Jesus. More, more of you, God. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I want to lift your name high. And Lord, I want to thank you in advance that you are doing it. Father, thank you. God, I thank you. It's not our ability and our strength, but we trust you. Father, I trust you right now. These are your people. And Lord, you know what they're going through. And Lord, I want to sing hallelujah. Your name be lifted high. Lord, your name be lifted high. Our name can disappoint, but your name will never disappoint. So Father, call your name right now. Come, Lord. Have your way. Father, thank you. There is no other name but the name of Jesus. And Father, I don't know what they're going through, but I trust you right now. You can do it. And Lord, whatever the enemy has stolen, we ask in Jesus' name, let it be restored. Lord, you did not create those bodies sick, but you have created them well, perfectly. And we ask again for healing right now in Jesus' name. Heal them. Do it, Lord. Lord, even when we are tired, we wanted to do things in our own. 
I pray that we may let it go and trust you, God. I pray the sense of freedom right now. I speak love. Lord, you said you break every chain. We are the child of God. Lord, I pray for breakthrough right now in the name of Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God. Lord, we lift you high. Thank you, Father. I just want us to all just, let's just call him. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. More, we need more of you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, for this day. We thank you for this continue of this week. That, Lord, we can see you, that you have done it and you are still good, God. And, Lord, I thank you that your word, it will go to those people and they will put it into action. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.